Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to another CRM podcast. On this episode, I've got a mate of mine, Cam McLeod from Christchurch, founder of Second Half Vintage. I first met Cam a couple months ago through a good mate of mine, Jared, and we hit it off instantly. He's overcome a lot of adversity in his life, a lot of ups and downs, and we talk about that throughout the podcast. There's a lot of good learnings, a lot of silver linings. We touch on what it was like growing up in a small town, his footy dreams, aspirations, and how they got cut short in terms of concussions. We make a short comment on coping mechanisms, if you guys are interested in anything like that. And we also talk about how his life changed after becoming a type 1 diabetic. We talk about how, in terms of his building apprenticeship and becoming a fully qualified builder, how he tries to juggle his 9-5 to day job and his daily routine to try and start a vintage closing business. Really good episode. Thanks for jumping on, brother. Hope you guys enjoy. <laughs> We're just sipping up, smoking, strolling, having a good day. That drink full of ice and a nice cold case, and the boys put up on display. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the CRM Podcast. Uh, this evening we've got a good guest, um, a good mate of mine, Ken McLeod from Christchurch, uh, founder of Second Half Vintage. Welcome to the podcast, brother. How's it going? Thanks for having me. How's your day been, bro? Big day on the tools, Chippy? Yeah, she's been a long one. Yeah. yeah she's been a few, uh, few bashing my head against the wall sort of moments. But Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you um, are you foreman or what, what's kind of the go there? Are you kind of... Uh, so this is there's only three of us on site. Oh yeah. Um, so yeah, like I'm I'm second hand man to the boss, but yeah, yeah. I end up doing a lot of the foreman in anyway. Yeah, when he goes to smoker, you you run the show, eh? Yeah, yeah, and I do quite a bit of the uh, quite a bit of the boy work as well. Yeah, the yeah, load, yeah, you know. What's it um What's it like being a chippy down in Christchurch? Do you guys have um quite like quite a lot of work on at the moment or? Yeah, we've been up and down quite a bit. We're uh, we're coming into a lot of work. Which yeah. is good. We've got quite a bit of big stuff coming up on the hills and stuff. Um, views of doom down there as well, yeah. eh? Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, there's some absolute beauties. True. But it's just cold. Yeah, I bet. What, what's the um? What's the temperature down there at the moment? Bro, in, in Auckland, it's been like maybe going on three, four degrees in the mornings, and that's fucking, that's touching the spine a bit, but down there I couldn't even imagine, eh? Like I, uh, I got to work. What day was that? Monday, negative five. <laughs> You'd be in a singlet too, wouldn't you? Nah, hell no. I was like pants, long johns. Beanie, was, gloves, yeah. like the whole nine yards. Calaclava, yeah. Calaclava, <laughs> fucking ready to do a big. <laughs> yeah. Too good. Hey, bro, Um, take us right back to the start. Kind of tell us um a little bit about you, where you grew up, um, what kind of school you went to and stuff like that. Sweet. So, uh Born and, born and raised in Meffin, which is a small little village, uh, what's that, an hour out of Christchurch, just yep. under the hills. Um, so yeah, so I basically grew up skiing Mount Hutt uh, every week. Every it's weekend. Unreal. Unreal. Time. Yeah, it was pretty hissing. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, me and my brother, he's 20... Past 22, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> um, so there's 16 months between us. I'm older. You're older. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You guys, do you guys get um, mistaken for twins quite a lot? Yeah. Surprisingly, we do. Like, we don't see it. Yeah. But a lot of people are like, oh, I thought you guys were twins. Yeah. Because when I, I think when I first seen your Graham and then I saw Dallas's, I was like, fuck, are these kids twins or what? Yeah. 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 
quite a common mistake. Yeah, so there's only 16 months between us and we're both like similar sizes. Yeah, um, that would have been a good childhood features. growing up, bro, with like a brother being so close and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, it was awesome. Like growing up playing footy like every day after school. Yeah, yeah, it was our that was our jam or wrestling on the trampoline or something. Love it. Few no scraps way. and um, few scraps and disagreements. Yeah, yeah. True. I was the I was the antagonist. I always wound him up to the point <laughs> that he just starts swinging. Were you that were you that person who um make him cry and then try and make him laugh so you didn't get a, a telling off from the old lady or? Oh, no, nah, not really that guy. I mean, like, yeah. I was generally the one getting him with like a bleeding nose. Or, <laughs> oh, did like, he do, did did give me a telling? He gave me he gave me a hell of a wind up, but uh, I always took it and just kept laughing through it. Yeah, yeah. Put it on myself. Yeah, that's it. Methvin, bro, it's a pretty fun, pretty funny name, eh? Yeah, yeah. How I've many people in that town? That's a good question. Like, fluctuates during the seasons. Obviously, ski season it gets a lot more. Yeah, yeah. Um, when I was there, I think it was like five thousand, maybe. Oh yeah, fuck that's so, pretty small, it, eh? Yeah, pretty small. Like you don't really get a massive group of people together and without them like knowing everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, school for me. I went to Mount Hart College. Uh, population of five hundred. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, pretty small. There was my last year of school. There was. 30 year 13s <laughs> fucking not hard to be here boy then isn't it <laughs> was it oh fuck so bro hey you're all good <laughs> the was good i realized that uh, after the first term i was like oh man i've got it cruisy compared to the boy yeah 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 fuck yeah what was it like um growing up in in a small town bro knowing everyone on that was that was a good fun like heaps of good memories yeah yeah i really enjoyed it and quite a, it's a country town as well so plenty of people with farms and get out on the bikes and all that yeah. sort of carry on yeah nice um yeah i did really enjoy my time in meth and i moved out when i was 18 i just wanted to get into the big smoke yeah come up to christchurch and chase that footy dream but yeah i did really enjoy living there yeah yeah um, are, the rents, mates. are the rents still there yeah, they're still there. So Dad owns a building company there. He's, yeah, you wouldn't believe it, but Miffin is going off at the moment. Popping off. He's just flat out. Really? Uh, yeah. Like so, that's good news. Is yeah. it? Are you working for a different company in Christchurch? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 So I work for someone else. Yeah. Um, one day maybe I'll head back to the hometown, but take the reins from the old man, eh? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. We'll yeah. see. Not a bad idea. Not a bad gig. Not a bad side hustle once you've got second half vintage as number one. Yeah, that'd be the one. Yeah. So you're, so you're pretty handy on the skis and, and whatnot as well? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think I first went up there at five. Fuck. And then just every year, like with school, we were, we were real lucky. Go up there every Wednesday. And then you had the option to take classes that you go up more. Yeah, yeah. So I was going up two or three times a week during ski season, which was epic. Fuck, that'd be good fun, eh? You wouldn't fall yeah. short of snow down there either. Nah, nah, we've been, been pretty lucky growing yeah. up there. It's like hell of, hell of a spot for snow. We get so, it, like the, the township itself gets snow quite frequently as well. Fucking hell, really? Stays all so, school. Is it, 
when you go down there for skiing, is it kind of between you guys and Kadrona or? Yeah, yeah. So originally, before the flights, we'd go like direct to Queenstown. You run a drive from north, come down through Miffin, ski Mount Hart, and then carry on down to Kadrona. Oh, yeah. So it was, it was the stop off, but now everyone just flies straight to Queenstown. Yeah. Walk yeah. To the ski fields. Yeah. A few grams on the way. <laughs> yeah. <Bastards. laughs> Bro, I've only skied once and I was at Snow Planet. It would have been probably in my last year of school. And you know how you um you turn your skis inwards to try and stop? Well, fuck, for some reason, bro, for some reason, mine, I just wasn't stopping. <laughs> and like Snow Planet, bro, there's fucking heaps of people, like heaps of amateurs and stuff. Yeah. And, I was, and I was definitely one of them. And one of them I went to school with, we went there as like a, um, on a school trip, like with my boarding house. And yeah. I just fucking beelined it for one of my mates because it was the only way I was going to stop a... Like a beeline up for him, bro, and like fucking bowled him over and then fell on the ground. And you know how, like, it feels a bit weird when you fall over, or you probably don't fucking know what it's like to fall over. (laughs) But um, I felt like my my ankle was going to break because it was like connected to the ski, but my body was going and my my legs weren't. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It's a a hell of a feeling. Have you had any like major injuries from that? Or because fucking hell, man, that can be dangerous if you don't know what you're up to. No, I've been uh, been quite fortunate up the mountain. I've just i don't like falling over so yeah yeah saved myself numerous times right, earlier you mentioned um about dow got any funny stories about you guys growing up in the backyard we had uh if we weren't outside playing rugby we were outside wrestling yeah yeah we used to love like wwe and stuff <laughs> smackdown versus raw yeah yeah so we were uh quite naive to the fact and one of us was SmackDown, one of us was Raw. It was like the rules. <laughs> that was locked in. So good. That's it. Uh, that was us. And we'd just like practice all the moves on each other. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, there was a few that didn't go to plan. Yeah. Like trying to do super suplexes and flip them over <laughs> our heads and stuff. Bro, what's the, um, who's your favorite wrestler? Ooh. I was always Batista growing up. Yeah, bro. He's a he's... fucking beast, eh? Yeah, yeah, he was my man, and Dell was always uh, Ray Mysterio. Oh, bro, I was about to comment. He's probably my favorite as well. That fucking mask. Yeah, bro, yeah. that man can move yeah. fucking bodies anyway, shape or form, mate. He's the man. Yeah, yeah. So that was uh, nah, not too many. Probably the only other one that leaves a vivid memory is um, me, my brother, and one of our mates built this like bike ramp. So we had this little like hill on our place. Yeah, and you'd like come down the hill when we built this mad as like white cramp. First time Dale goes down it, falls off the side, breaks his AC AC joint. It's uh, like right, take it down. Like, we'd spend hours putting this thing together. <laughs> yeah, you one go straight off, breaks the AC. See you later. Take it down. <laughs> ah, come on. It always has to be one to fuck around the funny. Yeah, it has to be the youngest one yeah. too. It does. Yeah. But, so, bro, kind of um. Kind of describe, obviously, like you're at, um, you're at high school and stuff, and you kind of mentioned earlier that you wanted to go to Christchurch to kind of start chasing that footy, that footy dream. Kind of tell us a little bit more about that. So, how did it start? Like, did you play any footy at high school or? Yeah, so I was, I played since I was like six, and then going to high school it was all playing club until year eleven, year twelve. Hmm. Um, so our school 
hit the first 15, but dusty. <laughs> Real dusty. What are, what are we talking? What are we talking? Fucking C grade or? Like, uh, <laughs> oh, don't. I like, we got, say, Kings, for example. Like, yeah, we yeah. played there under 15. So oh, yeah, yeah. We could be in for a hiding. <laughs> hiding against the under 15s. Fuck. Yeah, yeah. So, I think. Full of passion, though, I bet. Oh, great passion. Yeah. It was quite a, um, we got like, I don't know the proper term for this, but like gifted a haka. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we did all the learnings for that. No Maldives in the team. <laughs> Here I am, rock up. And they're like, well, you're the captain, so yeah. you can lead it. And I was like, oh, no, oh. please no. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh Yes, the whole Mount Hats first 15 was, it was just a bit of a side gig to the club. Yeah, um, yeah. Year 12, when I really started getting a bit more serious about it, and I got dispensation to play Fresh Burden College. Yeah. They were in the press cup at the time. Yeah. Who do they play? Um, they play all the Christchurch teams. Like oh, so boys, Christ College, Boys, Stack. yeah. Nelson and all those. Yeah, so... Yeah, yeah, I made my way into that team, which was an eye-opener. Yeah. A lot different to uh, what I was used to. Mm. Um, trainings were a lot more intense, but that was sort of where I first got my foot in the door, I guess, uh, to get noticed. Yeah. Just like you can make it from Mepham, but it's obviously a lot harder because the scouts aren't going to be out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Looking for us there, whereas you're playing against boys high. Yeah. And it takes one or two things to get them to notice you. You didn't ever think of going to boys or? Yeah. Yeah, you did? Yeah, definitely. I weighed up the options year 13 of going up to town. Yeah. After playing that first year, Fresh Burton College, I was pretty keen on it. But I was thinking thinking ahead with my future and whatnot. Ah, nah, if I stay here, I've got a better chance at head boy scholarships yeah. for uni yeah, yeah. and all that. I was like, ah. Like a pitcher type stay. shit, eh? Yeah, so I made the decision to stay. Um, I don't regret it. I Man. still really enjoyed my year 13. Just footy probably could have gone a little bit further. Yeah. Maybe if I was in town. Yeah. Um, I made like the junior nights. Both years I played fresh food in college. So yeah. That's like um, the Crusaders under 18? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. basically that team. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I was in there. So that was always good, like, small kid from Meffin chasing yeah. his dreams. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because what position? Uh, Lucy. So I was, I was I about played. to say, because you got some size on you, tall, pretty fucking, yeah, yeah, was, pretty wide, yeah. Yeah, it was quite unfortunate. Like, growing up as a kid, I was always that kid that was just way bigger than everyone else. So yeah. Just get, like... Mad target on my back when it came yeah. to club rugby. See <laughs> three people beelining it, yeah. Yeah, I cannot yeah, like, feel you know, you're about to catch the ball and someone's looking to take your head off. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, uh, so yeah, carry on, bro. Uh, yeah, so that was me, year 12, 13, first 15, and then that sort of my last year of first 15 was first proper injury from mm. code um Marlborough boys just before the second half running down the train tracks out on the outside yeah go to give an offload 
get ankle tapped on the way, fall with the ball out in front, someone jumps on my back, pop the shoulder out. Oh. Nah. Was got up, tried to pass the ball, no go, arm yeah. wouldn't move. So like, lay back down on it, popped it back into place, just like you did, it you did it on the spot. Yeah. Oh, you yeah, animal! Pushed it. So I didn't, so I'd never done it before, and I didn't really know what I'd done. So I just like happened to roll back on. Yeah, and I felt it go back in, but yeah, did some damage, broke a few bones around the joint. Oh fuck! Yeah, I went to hospital. No one was available for X-rays. Yeah. Beauty. <laughs> you like, beauty. Well, I think you might have dislocated it, but it's not dislocated now, so you'll be sweet on your way. <laughs> back to meth when he goes. Yeah, back to meth when he goes. Mum had to drive me home. Fuck, <laughs> that is no good. Bro, you'd be pretty dark at one of the bros who decided to pop a money on your back, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't ideal. Do you know? Do you know? Nah. No, I didn't know who it was. Fuck, that's not boys, no, eh? No, no footage of it, so I'm sure. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, uh, so that was the first major hiccup. It was, I think, a year and a half it took to come back from that. Really? So, did, sorry, you're yeah. saying that, that was in your last year, eh? Yeah, so you're 13. So, um, obviously, like, you would have, I suppose you would have had, um, you would have had a desire to kind of make schools or kind of make schools camp there or thereabouts. How was that yeah. kind of? Yeah, it was, it was tough because I felt like that was my prime season. Yeah. Uh, that was, that was when I was playing my best rugby. I was in pretty good shape. Um, we had a pretty good team for our standards sort of thing. So mm. I was feeling good. Schools wasn't really, I think that I ever thought about consciously, like little old me was never going to get picked up sort of thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was definitely something that I would have liked to aspire to if I could have. Yeah. But once that shoulder was done, that was any dream of anything coming from that. Yeah. So it's like you you were saying that was one of your first major ones. Yeah. Yeah. Like I think since I was, Maybe ten. I've been getting like injuries left, right, and centre. Were you that kid that was through. just always, always injured? Yeah, literally uh, every game I'd come out with something. I might have been down to growing too quick, or yeah, who knows? But um, yeah, I was always injured. But that was my main. I think that was my first. Uh, no, it's probably a lie, but it's the first time that I really remember that impacted me. Yeah. Probably done a knee or something before that, but <laughs> yeah, minor details. Yeah, yeah. So kind of moving um, forward after after school, but like... yeah. So after school, I pretty much finished exams, worked for the old man for a bit, and was just sort of planning out the move to Christchurch. I decided that's where I was going to go to try and play my footy. Yeah, cricket at the better grades. Um, so I think I moved up here May 2016 mm. and unsure if I played that season with the shoulder. I definitely trained, but I don't think I actually got to gain fitness. Um, so yeah, next season, Christchurch Club took me under their wing, got me in there. Pre-season was going well. Um, managed play that whole season I think without an injury which was awesome unscathed one yeah. on one unheard of, of uh, 
yeah, it was for me. It was crazy. I was obviously had like the mad shoulder strapping and yeah. braces and all sorts of stuff. But yeah, yeah I think that was that was my first proper year of no injuries. Um, awesome to play like a lot more competitive, yeah. like club rugby. Yeah, the level was just that much higher. A lot bigger boys. Who plays for that guys. club? Is it like um Brad Will Tucker? That's their club, eh? Yeah, yeah, Richie McCaw. Uh, oh yeah, Flexon, Dallas McLeod. Chuck them on the pine. You got the seven yeah. jersey, beauty. Yeah, um, yeah, it was actually a pretty big club like, when I got there. Well, okay, this is a lot bigger than what I thought it was here. Like, yeah, wicked. Massive culture, which was cool. Um, fell short that year in the final. Fuck, made smoked. the final. Man. Yeah, yeah, they're quite a quite a good club. It's generally like at that Colts grade, Christchurch club versus Lincoln. Yeah, um, two big hitters. Yeah, uh, we've beaten them twice during the season and then just fell short at the final hurdle. It's funny how that stuff happens, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think we really got up for that our second game against them. Yeah, it was that was a our big game for the season, I think. Yeah, and then just blow it. Um. Then yeah, the next season, there was the bad injury. It was the, the season ender. I, three games into the season, fifteen minutes into the game, going to a tackle, drop a knee to the head, get a bit fuzzy. Oh, oh Jesus! I've probably over the career. I say I've had seven or eight concussions. Well, it's been a couple, but. Yeah. You know, have your three weeks off, come back, you'll be right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so I shake this one off. Trainer comes out, I'm like, no, nah, no, nah, get out of here. So were you, um, like, you obviously, like, tried to stand up and, like, were you stumbling off? Were you wobbling at all or were you straight? Oh, I'd like to think I was straight. I watched the footage and I, I got up, took me a couple of steps to get my feet and then yeah. just sort of carried on. Yeah, yeah. I think they, they scored actually after that, so. Yeah, I sort of got to stand under the sticks for a bit. Yeah. Um, ten minutes later, going to Iraq, end up copping it. Fuck you, was, didn't bro? You didn't. <laughs> Fuck it. I did. <laughs> I think it was a hip. It got me right on the forehead. Oh. And I, like, started falling backwards and then copped a knee on the way down. <laughs> oh, triple whammy! Yeah, Holy so I got the, fuck, that's unlucky. Got the triple header. Still, like, wasn't out cold. I was just like. In a world of my own, like got up and just gave it the real wobblies. I was not in a good way. Fuck, that's bad, man. Trainer was like, "Look, you're not staying on after this one." So, yeah, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> um, passed my HIA. You didn't. I did. Fuck it. He was like, "Okay, well, you've passed that." So <laughs> went back in the next day, passed it again. Yeah. I was like, "Oh, sweet, I should be right here." Yeah. And then did another one on the Thursday night leading into the next game. Passed that one too, but just had a weird feeling. I was like, ah, I might just sit this one out. Yeah. But yeah, good option. Yeah. Go to work on the Monday, doing some um, furling, standing up on the roof. Head just goes, eh? Delayed really? hits me. Delayed. I'm no good. Yeah, real delayed. Ah. So standing up on a roof, I just like, Go onto my hands and knees, 
nothing holding me up. Just like, oh, I feel like I'm dying. <laughs> oh, that is no good. Managed to battle through the first seven days without going to the doctor. I was like, oh, this is weird. Yeah. Shook it off, kept working. And then, yeah, my boss came in one day and he's like, no, nah, you got to go to the doctor. Yeah. I was, think I stood in the same place for like three hours, not knowing what I was up to. I was like, Fuck. No, no good to me here. Yeah, yeah. The doctor and he's like, ah, we'll give you two weeks off medical certificate. Like, ah, sweet. Two weeks will be sweet. I'll be straight. But that turned into 10 months of work. Really? Yeah, I was three months of just like got nothing going upstairs. Eh? Nothing Fuck. was working. Couldn't talk properly. Like, really? Wasn't that bad? Yeah, like I had um, four or five sessions of speech therapy. Fuck. Um, she ran through like brain games. Went and saw quite a few specialists. Still got pissed off to this day that I never got a scan. Yeah, yeah. Um, they just keep saying, no, nah, no, nah, you'll be right, you'll be right. Yeah. And, uh, they probably would have found something. Yeah, it's a long yeah. time. I got through my 10 months of no work, no play, couldn't exercise. So it was quite tough. So it was yeah, just yeah. sitting at home. And, um, managed to uh, find myself playing PlayStation quite a bit. That was yeah. the one thing that didn't affect my brain, which was awesome. I was just jamming Fortnite yeah. <laughs> for about six months straight. Yeah. Got, I think I got worse playing it than I did. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, it happens. Yeah. <laughs> Um, two months is up and I get to start going back to work I think I was like an hour or two a week for the first month and that just gradually kept building until I think it took me a year to get back to full time work really? so yeah so a year and eight months total Fuck. something like that what was that Um, I've, I haven't played in a while but um, when you kind of went through your HIAs, what were they like? So I heard they've, they've gotten a bit more hard, eh? Or a bit more difficult. Yeah, I feel like it was pretty... I don't actually remember a thing about them. Um, <laughs> but I feel like... It, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it was it was reasonably tough, but not too bad compared to... I did one uh, at the end of the footy season just to test it again, and it was a lot harder than yeah. from what I remember. Um and talking to Dale and stuff, he said that pretty hard to start with. So mm. when you do get one, yeah, it's uh, definitely a lot more. Like they're definitely looking into concussions a lot more with footy. It's good, eh? Because they've good. got that rule now that like a doctor can pull anyone at, at his own discretion. He doesn't even have to. Yeah, that's good, bro. Yeah, I, yeah. Like, I rate that. Eh? It is. Oh, oh, the one thing that I regret doing is watching the movie Concussion. Yeah. Have you seen it? Yeah, bro. That NFL one, Will Smith. Yeah, yeah. That Massive eye. No. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, God, what's happened to me? Yeah, yeah. So that was that was probably the defining moment of knowing that I was never playing footy again sort of thing. Yeah. Which is yeah. a tough pill to swallow, but had to be done. Yeah, that's it, bro. I've only... um. I've only really been concussed once. Well, it was kind of like a half concussion, if there's even such a thing. Like, for, it was kind of like 10 minutes before the end of a game um, at school, and I just fucking forgot all the calls. And I was like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, what's happening? Like, where am I? Type of thing. Yeah. Real weird, bro. And, um, like, I couldn't remember getting a head knock or anything. 
And then I got sent to a specialist on the Monday morning and he was like, I remember him asking me to repeat words to him but yeah. backwards and like standing on one leg with the opposite eye closed and shit. And I was like, fuck, or like say the months backwards. I'm like, I yeah. can't even fucking do that when I'm not concussed, man. Like it's, yeah, you know, like sometimes 100%. it's fucking, yeah. Yeah, I had a few of those sort of tests. Yeah. I, um, my partner had to come with me to one of the specialist meetings because she just couldn't wrap her head around what was going on. Yeah, yeah. I was changing quite a bit. Like I was having mood swings and I'm a pretty chill guy normally, but I was getting yeah. pretty aggressive for like just snapping. Yeah. And she'd say something, I'd be like, nah. <laughs> so she, she came along and she was like, oh, wow, that was hard to watch. Fuck, really? <laughs> just like the tests that I was doing. I got told a story at the start and then she came back to it like later on. No recollection of the no, story she told really? me. Really? Fuck, that's bad, eh? Yeah. I passed one test that she did and that was, she was like, I'm glad you passed that one because that's the one to see if you're faking this or not. Yeah. I was like, Sweet. I'll take that. One pass is better than nothing. Yeah, that's it. That's it. What was it like hearing that news that you you couldn't play footy anymore? It was uh, it was tough. Mm. It was, footy was like that was just my dream. Yeah, as most kids in New Zealand, just that dream of always playing that higher level of footy, travelling. So yeah, that was uh, just felt like I'd had all my dreams just ripped off me. Yeah. Um, and I was kind of like, oh, what am I going to do with myself now? What do I do on sad days? Like, got nothing to do, mm. nothing to train for. And that sort of, yeah, it was tough because I felt like I had no reason to do any exercise. Yeah. Ended up getting like, putting on 10, 15 kegs, just sitting at home doing nothing on weekends. It happens, eh? pretty tough. Yeah. 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 And like, you can put on 10, 15 kegs and not even realize it and then fucking snap, snap one day and think, yeah. fuck, I've actually let myself go away. Eh? Like, yeah. I've, I've been there before. a photo of myself. Yeah. Like, Holy heck. <laughs> <laughs> Holy fuck, what's happening? Yeah. Um, how did that, I suppose off the back of that, bro, the next question is, how did that kind of affect your mental health? Like, were you, were you struggling a bit? Yeah, I think I did struggle a wee bit. Um, the first sort of couple of months, I was like, well, being off work, I was like, oh, this is all good. Like, it's not that bad. But every month going on from that just got tougher because like obviously you want to like talk to your mates or catch up with them but everyone else is at work or at uni yeah. so yeah. you're always by yourself Dale was obviously training partner was at work so spent a lot of time at home just sitting there On doing nothing just listening yeah. to myself listen like, to yourself fuck that yeah. can be dangerous eh? yeah 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 so that was pretty tough but quite fortunate my partners were supportive yeah nice um so that was that was always a bonus like whenever she got home from work it was something to look forward to every day yeah yeah um and yeah i think eventually i just got my head wrapped around the fact that i wasn't going to be playing again and i need to look at just setting goals like getting back to work was one it was something that i just weird saying like you hate work when you're there but you miss it when you're not yeah that's it so that was me. I just started breaking down my days. So I went on to get done today. Yeah. Yeah. Just by the time I got back to work and I was able to start like 
going for walks again and going for jogs just all started to clear up for me, which was which was good. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, I suppose be pretty keen on kind of touching on your speech therapy. I don't I don't know you um you had to do like any speech therapy. So like could you not like say certain words or like vowels or anything? Like what was kind of the structure there? It was more like being able to string a sentence together. Like I'd get my words like muddled up. Yeah. Um, talk especially talking to people. Like if I was trying to get something out of my head, it would come out real jumbled. Like I'd start the story sort of thing and then just finish it and then come in with the middle section and everyone's like, what is going on? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, everyone's, I think everyone just got to the stage, they just like nodded and agreed. Like, yeah. Okay. Just to make <laughs> you feel fucking slightly saner. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so you weren't so like jittering your words, you weren't like, uh. Yeah, there was a bit of that going on. Oh, there when was? Yeah, yeah. Find, yeah, when I couldn't find a word that would sort of come out, I'd be like, my brain would be, just trying to process it so quick and i was trying to say something at the same time and i would just stutter all the time Fuck. and that's there's probably still something that i do struggle with occasionally yeah. my brain just can't get out what i want it to yeah. and then when i try and explain it i get the stutters or just struggle to put my words together in a sentence that makes sense yeah yeah, yeah. well fuck. Yeah. you're doing pretty good on the podcast so far bro trying real hard <laughs> <laughs> just let me know when you're on a smoke and we'll cut it short um yeah any i suppose looking back at it in hindsight any like silver linings any big learnings in terms of like your concussions and stuff um i guess a lot of like perspective like the fact that i can't play footy anymore sucks but the fact that it didn't like paralyze me or mm. just just a like leave me fully disabled yeah sort of thing was a good sort of thing that i got out of it i always try and look at positives of everything that i can um for sure so yeah i think it was more just i learned a lot more about perspective and resilience i guess yeah i suppose like for anyone out there who's kind of like you said how you were kind of at home most days just talking to yourself could you kind of just um, maybe just summarise like a few of your coping mechanisms just to kind of simplify them for people? So I think my main ones, I always go to music or podcasts, like just something else in my ears to listen to that blocks out what I'm hearing sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, I always found and have for ages music for me is just my getaway. That's where I, I just go, I've got like, random playlists or I'll just find new music and just like yeah. by the way to it and that just sort of evens me out again. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then obviously finding a good podcast was awesome at the time. Just I don't even remember what it was now. But just having something that had like daily episodes, something yeah. to look forward to every day sort of thing. Yeah. And really engaged with it. So you're actually listening to it. Yeah. Hearing yeah. everything rather than just going through the motions of having something in your ears. Ah, good shit. How's it um how's it kind of still being in and around that footy environment but not being able to play? Is that something that you struggle with or Yeah, I do. I, cause obviously like 
I go and watch all the Dells games now when he's playing yeah. at home and whatnot. Yeah. Was like, uh, could have been me. Yeah, yeah. But, oh, you little bastard. You fucking got yeah. one up on me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, basically. Like, so he did the hard yards, paved the way for you, and then he just stole on it. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I think it's like definitely does affect me like, at the start. Like, as soon as I get to a game and I'm like, Watching the first five to ten, I'm like, oh, man, I'd love to be at just like yeah, yeah, when real high paced and like big collisions. Yeah, oh, this sucks. But by the yeah. end of the game, everyone's like beaten and bodies are bruised. I'm like, mm, nah, don't miss that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I guess it does still affect me a little bit. Like, I still got the uh, what if this didn't happen or what if, can I go back? But yeah, I would just bring myself back into reality. Like it's my life that I'm playing with. If I go back and yeah, fuck take it, another one, sort of thing. So yeah, yeah, it's not too bad. And obviously, I get to meet a lot of new people. So yeah, still enjoy going down That's and watching. Great. That's good. So when you kind of first started going back to work, were you doing your chippy apprenticeship then, or like were you at uni? Yeah, yeah, doing my chippy apprenticeship. So it was obviously a hard one to go back to full time because it's so yeah. noisy on site and like chop my hand off with a skilly or something yeah. wouldn't be ideal so yeah yeah there was I think that's why it took so long just the nature of the job it's a lot more dangerous and if I'm not thinking straight so just a split second and then something could happen then my boss is in trouble so yeah yeah wouldn't worth the risk um yeah, here it is. It's just having I've just lost what we were talking about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, we'll move on, bro. So, kind of, you're into your chippy and stuff and you're fully qualified. Kind of tell us a bit more about um, how your life kind of went on from there. Yeah, so, going on from getting back to full time, it was awesome. Still didn't really find what I wanted to do on the weekends. So I was still just sort of, Sitting around playing a lot of PlayStation. Yeah. Um, and then that was most of that year, to be fair. And then coming close to Christmas, one of my mates, or a couple of my mates that I'd sort of just met, were going out for a spearfish. Oh, yeah. oh sweet. That sounds cool. Yeah. Like, oh, do you want to come? I, was like, I got no gear. But I came out and just sit in the boat. But he's like, oh, no, you can squeeze into my wetsuit, which. Yeah. I knew it was going to be a squeeze, but like, yeah, you can't. So head out for a spearfish and had an awesome day for it. I think I was a bit lucky with the day we got because around here, spearfishing is generally in the pretty murky waters. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, we got a pretty good day for viz. Got heaps of uh, heaps of cod moana, so I was pretty happy. Nice, bro. Um, so that sort of started another wee, wee passion, I guess, like getting out in the water. Yeah. Um, Bear fishing, bringing home some food, which was pretty okay. good. Yeah. And that sort of led into one of my mates that was part of that. He's like just a real hardcore like fitness freak. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then he got me into bouldering. What's that? Like rock climbing. Oh, fuck like legit. Yeah, so we got a pretty mean gym here in Christchurch called Uprising. Yeah. Um, fully indoor, like awesome bouldering facility. 
Uh, so yeah, I got real heavy into that, like going three or four times a week with him. Fuck legit, uh, rock climbing. Yeah, yeah. Did a little bit at school, enjoyed it, but yeah, I've always been like a slightly bigger frame for yeah, yeah. the rock climbers ultimate. So I was, I don't think I was any good at it. Yeah, I've given up recently. Yeah. <laughs> just lost lost the passion. He moved away, so yeah, had nothing to go with and. Uh, but yeah, I was never really good. I just enjoyed getting down and trying new things. And mm. Awesome for the uh, grip strength at work. Fuck you, I bet. Yeah. I used to um, love the feeling of just a full forearm pump. <laughs> um, bro, kind of tell us, because you're type 1 diabetes now, eh? Yeah. Yeah, just uh, had my diversary at the start of this month. Fuck, so really? One year? One year? Yeah, one year down. How did, um, how did that come about? And and was what was it like kind of fair. hearing that news? Because, fuck, I feel like your life's been a bit of a fucking up and down, eh? Yeah, she's been a roller coaster. Still mm. character building there, you know? Yeah, that's <laughs> it, 100%. Um, so I was working away one day with, I was trying to get something signed off for my apprenticeship, went back with the old man for a couple of days. Yeah. Um, and I was just horsing back water, eh? Like, 10, 11 litres of water a day. Fuck. And then I was pissing like non-stop. Like I would have gone eight or nine times at work. And one of the boys was like, you're all good. And I was like, yeah, just been drinking heaps. Yeah. Okay. Um, told my old lady about it. She was like, it's a bit concerning. Like, have you lost any weight or anything? And yeah, I had. I'd lost like seven kilo in two weeks. Fuck, Really? Yeah, I'd hadn't changed, like hadn't been exercising all that much, or hadn't been eating different. No, no diet was the same. No exercise, still. I was just the only reason I knew about the weight was I went to buy new um, skis and just checked my weight then, and then checked it again, and I was like, "Whoa, what's going on here?" So yeah, yeah, yeah. so I was down on weight, and then the last one was waking up during the night like two or three times to drink water and go to the toilet so i ended up ringing healthline um asked all these questions like, yeah sweet right out she's like uh you should probably go to after hours within the next two hours <laughs> what for she's like oh i don't really know 100 percent what it is but i got a pretty good idea and she yeah. wouldn't tell me so, yes yeah, so i got home and she was like ah i'm halfway through dinner can we eat first and i was like yeah, yeah sweet There's nothing to worry about <laughs> So I smashed dinner, smashed a couple of pieces of the lolly cake. Yeah. Went into after hours. <laughs> they checked me, uh, gave me the old finger prick test, checked my bloods. Yeah. It was, it just said high, which means it was off the charts. Yeah. And my partner worked with a diabetic kid as a teacher aide. Yeah. So she knew that that was not a good sign. Uh, sat down for a bit. She's like, you could have diabetes. I was like, nah, get out of here. I'm not fat. Yeah, yeah. And I thought, she was like, no, you might. Went to the doctor. He's like, you've got type 1 diabetes. Fuck. Like, really? And at the time, I was just like, oh, yeah, sweet. He <laughs> just fucking took it on <laughs> yeah, the chin, that's uh, what it is. Well, yeah, I was just like, oh, yeah, cool. He's like, so you're going to be going to hospital tonight. Like, hey, what for? Ended up in hospital overnight, like on an insulin infusion drip. Yeah. Just kept monitoring me and then. Yeah, spent the next couple of days learning about it and got sent on my merry way. 
Jesus. It was, it was a weird, weird old time. Yeah. Are they? Um... Oh, sorry, bro. You go. To, to this day, I still don't think it's sank in that I'm actually diabetic. Yeah, yeah. I sort of just kept playing it off. Oh, yeah. But got it for life, so. Are they? Um... Sink in one day. Yeah, that's fucking. That's crazy. Are they like not? Are they normal symptoms for for diabetes, or are they like the only symptoms? I don't know much about it. Yeah, yeah. So they're like three of the main ones, like drinking heaps of water and weight loss. Yeah, they're pretty big indications. Um, yeah, they they said that I had pretty much every symptom possible, and then the doctor said when you've got ketones in your blood, which is like when you're real high. Your breath smells like real fruity. Oh, really? And he like got face to face with me, making me feel real uncomfortable. He's like, <laughs> breathe on me. <laughs> he's like, just like blow on me. <laughs> so I did, and he's like, mm, fruity. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah this is weird. So, yeah. So he pretty much confirmed it for me then when it had all the blood tests. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah, you're no good. So, your normal bloods are supposed to be like, Blood sugar, sorry, it's supposed to be like four to eight, four to ten. Yeah, that's like a normal range. When I went into hospital, I was at forty-three. Really, so I, was, wow. yeah, I was quite high. But I was quite lucky. I caught it early, I think, because a lot of people find out by going into um, hospital really unwell. Like blood yeah. sugars up and down like crazy, and end up spending yeah. a few days being quite sick. So I was quite lucky in that fact, but. Yeah. I yeah, didn't have to go sure. through all that. So what's the um just for those out there, what's kind of the difference between type one and type two? Um so type one that's a good question. <laughs> I know that type two often gets generalized as just fat people and yeah. like real unhealthy diets, but that's yeah. generally not the case. Like it's generally hereditary. Right. Um and yeah, so it's generally like in your genes that you'll get type two. And type two can get away with taking like pills, for example. Right. Um yeah, so they regulate so they've still I think they still have more insulin being created. Not hundred yeah. percent on that. Don't don't come at me. <laughs> yeah. Um and type one is injections. Which is your yeah, so I inject pretty much every time I eat. So anything right. I eat that's carbs or sugar, inject my insulin for, and then I've got one that lasts 24 hours, which I inject once a day. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm some anywhere from, like, four to seven injections a day sort of thing. Fucking hell. So are you kind of like the one, the injection on, like, the side of the stomach, or are you, um, like, prick of the prick of the thumb? Yeah, yeah, so I'm injections anywhere around the stomach um ah. only a small as needle like you don't really feel it yeah but i'll pull it out in public and everyone's like what the fuck is yeah. this guy up to yeah, yeah, yeah. just because it's not not really talked about and like, nah. you don't see it in public because everyone's ashamed of it but yeah yeah i don't really care either like, yeah fuck yeah it's not stopping me from doing anything i can still have sugar yeah yeah means more management yeah, fuck yeah. What's it like? Um, what's life like now? Like, do you find yourself being a lot more mindful of what you're eating and and when you eat, or 
is it hard to like balance shit? Can you do, or does it restrict you from doing certain types of things? Or it, my life pretty much the same. Hmm. I can still, as I said, can still eat everything. The one thing, a couple of things, I'm just not allowed. Full stop is like energy drinks, um, fruit juice, and like normal sugar fizzies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just because they spike you so quick. And then if I inject them for that, by the time the sugars come down, my insulin will still be waiting to kick in sort of thing. So yeah, I'll just yeah. start crashing real quick. Yeah. What um, about like Coke Zero and shit? Can you... Yeah. Yeah. Really? So I can have like Coke and Sprite Zero. That's oh, all good. fucking A. Grateful. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm grateful that I can still have some stuff. Um, but you get pretty sick of the same sort of stuff all the time. So yeah, yeah. it's been good. Like, I. I don't really drink too much of it anymore. I used to just drink heaps of it because I just felt like I was missing out all the time. Yeah, yeah. How do you get how do you get on when you're on the piss? Do you um Yeah, that's a funny one. So it's quite tough to sort of judge it. So I drink um I try and drink just like sugar free now or yeah, yeah. pals. Pals yeah. are real good for it's only like six or eight grams of sugar per can or something which yeah. is mean i can manage that but i was still like going for ticky heaps of cruises <laughs> I'd, I'd end up in hospital yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it would just Not spike me so quick cruising, yeah. yeah it just spiked me so quick and then on the come down it'd just be too much from body to handle Fuck. so a lot of, yeah there's a lot of diabetics that don't look after themselves and drink heavily on the weekends end up at they just take themselves after hours. Yeah, yeah, just they disrespect just themselves, be, eh? Yeah, they just yeah. know it's going to be an absolute shit show to manage. Yeah. Yeah, so I haven't actually, I haven't missed out on drinking at all. I mean, if you're drinking with Jared, it's just half and half. So yeah, fucking. They're generally pretty sugar-free. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, I remember um, I remember when I was playing for the Naki, one of our props, you know Ruben O'Neill? He did a stint down in Christchurch as well with the Satyrs. Yeah, I know who he is. Yeah, yeah, he's a diabetic as well. And um, I remember we were playing North Harbour one day, and we just got scored on beauty. And um, we're running back the halfway to, to to kick off, and he told the ref, "He's like, ref, can we stop? Or can you just put the time off? I'm a diabetic. I need to fucking prick myself." Like in the middle of a game, and he used to have like his um, what do you call it? Like just a pack of like needles and stuff, and all of us like tests and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, right on yeah. halfway, right by the corner flag on halfway. Just fucking jogged oh, over, yeah. bro, on a knee, jabbed himself, sweet, a few minutes later, and beauty into it again. So, yeah, I've always wondered like, how he used to juggle it, though. Yeah, I've always wondered how it would actually go, like, playing footy. Yeah. Because I know that he, um, there's these continuous glucose monitors now that you can pay for that just constantly are doing your glucose. You don't have to prick your fingers. Nice. Um, and I've seen that he wears one of them. I'm always curious how it actually holds up in a game of footy. Cause yeah, like, yeah. Anywhere you put it on your body is going to get bumped around. Fuck yeah. So, yeah. But yeah, I'm grateful for the technology these days. 100%. 100%. Okay. All right, bro, let's move on. Um, let's move on. We'll, we'll kind of get into like the vintage type of stuff now, which I'm pretty keen to speak about. So second half vintage. Yep. Um, tell me, tell me a little bit more about it. So how did it start, and where did where did the name come from? So started in May last year. 
lockdown, lockdown baby. Yeah, yeah. Um, we'd sort of been both me and Dale, so we started it together. Yeah. And we're both pretty keen on the vintage gears. We both love American sports, like heavy into our NBA and NFL. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we were both shopping, trying to get something off um, vintage kits drop. Oh yeah, same, bro. At the same time, like yeah, yeah. At that time, he was like a god to us. Yeah, yeah. So we're both on there, and then we're like, we should just study, do this ourselves, and just buy all this for ourselves. Fuck figure yeah. out where it all comes from, and get into it. Wasted no time. I think we bought our first stuff like two days later. Fuck you, beauty. Um, yeah, beauty. times of the essence. Get it here. So started up on Instagram, got that kicked off. And yeah, waited uh, four months for the first box to turn up. <laughs> like, that was a real punishing time for us. Yeah, we're yeah. like, yeah, drop coming soon. No gear though, yeah. but it'll come. <laughs> <laughs> but it's still coming. It's still coming. Um, we ended up doing a couple of wholesale boxes from some overseas dudes. Never, ever again. Oh, yeah? What's the learning behind that? that? want to apart uh, from don't do it apart from don't do it yeah we um this the wording of the box that we bought is like pro sport box so we're like sweet this must be like nba and all that sort of stuff but yeah. it turned out like div one college stuff and oh. div three college stuff yeah, yeah i didn't i think i knew we got like 25 pieces i knew three of the teams <laughs> and the sizing was just terrible yeah. Obviously, we're both like XL, two XLs. Yeah. And we got like two things in our size and didn't know them. Fuck. So that was it. We put the put the nail in the coffin with that. That was the end of that. So that's sort of what brought on our hand picking everything. Yeah. So we just our mission at the start was only buy gear that we'd wear. Yeah. Um, and that's sort of, we've sort of kept to that, like everything that we get through, we're pretty keen on wearing. Some of it doesn't make it to the to the storefront, and it just gets stolen. Yeah, yeah. Um, Chucked on a coat hanger. Yeah, basically. But yeah, that's how we sort of kick things off. We just wasted no time, got straight into it. Uh, learned a few lessons pretty early on, lost a bit of money. Yeah. What are those lessons, bro? Um, if you don't mind me asking. Don't buy wholesale boxes unless yeah. you can like hand pick from the wholesaler. Yeah. Um, two was make sure you know the measurements of the kit that you're getting. Yeah, yeah. We got a few XLs that turned out that were kids XLs. Medium beauty. Yeah, it was. I was like, this is just embarrassing. Yeah, and, like yeah. you can't sell that sort of stuff. Nah, nah. That's what we said. We're like, all that stuff turned up and we just couldn't sell it. Yeah. We're like, um, it'd be embarrassing to post this stuff. (laughs) We ended up just hoarding all that away for a bit and then ended up flicking it all off for 50 bucks or something. So lost a lot of money. Yeah. Um, And then it was just more about learnings of like the business side, like the Instagram. Yeah. How How to get that rolling and what to be posting. We started off just posting like inspo pics and just random pictures of like OBJ and stuff. Yeah, yeah. No, like losing followers at pace. <laughs> 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 but, 
was just learning how to engage better with our audience and grow our following naturally sort of thing. And a year in, you're kind of happy with how things are going? Yeah, yep. So we're, here we are, we're a year down. I think our first drop was mid-July. Oh, yes. Yeah. So we're coming up a year on our first drop. Yeah, because you're coming um, up like um, into drop 12, eh? Yep, yep. So that's, in terms of timelines, that's like one drop a month. Yeah. And ideally, we wanted to be a bit further ahead by now, but sort of having COVID throughout the guts of it was it was mm. tough getting cut here. Everything was more expensive. But some of our shipping costs were astronomical, like 400 bucks. <laughs> really? Just for shipping? Just for shipping. And then shipping, what would be the time delay on that? Um, that one that's 400 bucks was two and a half months. Oh. So I was like, we're spending all this money to get it here, and they're like, we can't guarantee anything on time. That was express. Jesus. So, uh, yeah, that was that was quite punishing. But, yeah, pretty happy with where we're going ahead. Like, we were moving towards the Instagrams, slowly getting better yep. motivation to run it over the last month. So I pretty much I was sort of handed off the handed off the reins and yeah, I've yeah. got creative control over the business, basically. And then I just run a few ideas past them. But yeah, nice. he's pretty cruisy in the passenger seat, just gets to wear a bit of kit, test run it. Yeah, yeah. He just lets me run the rest. So yeah, nice. Instagram's basically all me. Um, been enjoying doing a few reels. Yeah. Been something that I've learned off the missus. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think... Oh, sorry, it's happened again. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> no, all good. Um, in terms of supplies, bro. Yep. So you you went out and searched for your own. It can be kind of tough, eh? Trying to get your own supplies. It has been. It's still to this day tough. Yeah. One of my. So I had a pretty good one. In, had a pretty good one in Canada that lived on the border. So he got a lot of Detroit stuff and. Mm. He got shopping quite a bit, which was good, but he closed his shop down and just went AWOL, so lost him. Yeah. And then since then, it's just been like grinding, trying to find other suppliers, testing stuff out from people. Um, and only just recently, some of our good friends have got a brother in New Jersey. Yeah. Um, so he's been doing a lot of thrifting for me, which has been good. I've sort of given him a brief. Yeah, he goes out, hits the local thrifts. Obviously, like the thrifts over there are just full of gems. But yeah, wicked, eh? Yeah, obviously, we can't go over there and look for them right now. So. Yeah, yeah, you think you'll um, get to that stage where you just fucking pop over to the states for for a few weeks and it'd be the goal, eh? Grab some kit and come on home, yeah, yeah, take like seven suitcases. Oh, beauty, oh, it'd be unreal, all um, full of profit, bro. Yeah, it would like some of the stuff that he bought, which is all probably just going to be personal stuff for me. Like he found a Jets cap for $1. Fuck. And it's like, it's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Like a lot of it's not that cheap, but some of the stuff he finds, I'm like, that is just wild the cheap, how cheap it is. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, sort of networking with him to try and get in touch with his mates in other states yeah 
so that I can further just collect more from all the areas. Because obviously, yeah, yeah. like New Jersey, you're going to be heavy. All the teams around there, like Philly, and not that it's a bad thing, but yeah, just trying to f- still haven't really found that main supply yet. Yeah, a year in, so yeah, yeah. still battling away with that. You'll definitely get there, bro. It's fucking, it's a big process. Um, yep. in terms of, oh, bro, I had a look on your website last night. It's actually looking really clean, eh? Because last time you and I had a yarn down in Christchurch, you were just kind of starting to kick things off. Yep. Yeah. So you sort of, uh, you sort of kicked my ass into gear. To be fair, and, uh, <laughs> yeah, I need to get this website down. Bro, it's looking, um, it's looking real good. Appreciate that. Yeah, took a took a bit of time. Yeah. I, um, so I started on Shopify, and then someone suggested I look into this New Zealand uh, website company. Yeah. Gave that a home for about a month, setting up the website, and it was just punishing to use. Uh, ended up going back to Shopify. <laughs> yeah, website. yeah. So, so it's still not where I'd like it to be, but it's a yeah. start. Yeah. So. All teething processes, eh? Yeah, yeah, just learning like how to set everything up properly and yeah, how to add all the buttons and stuff. It's a process, but mm. I'll get it there eventually. Yeah, for sure. What's your um, what's your process to, like for a drop? So, how far in advance are you planning? How do you like um, how do you prep your kit? How do you um, chuck your content up in relation to it? Photo shoots and everything. Sweet. So, kit, whenever kit arrives. I'll generally plan, try and have like at least one to two drops ahead of where I am. Yeah. Right now, I don't. <laughs> slacking at the moment. Um, yeah. So, yeah, so basically when the kit arrives, I'll get the bro round, we'll pull it all out, check it all out, try it on. Yeah. Take our pieces from it. Yeah. Um, and then take it home. Um, I'll chuck it all in the washing machine pretty much straight away. Do the stain removing. Some of the stuff, like even when the seller's like no stains, perfect condition, turns up, and you're like, oh, hey. (laughs) (laughs) So I get the old get the old sard out, suck it all up, and then wash it. Um, once it's all dried up, bring it back in. I've got a wee office set up at home, just a spare bedroom. Yep. Bring it all in, steam it all up, hang it on the rack. Um, I generally like to do something. When I'm doing all that prep work, some sort of content around that, just yeah, yeah. what I do and that's clean. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um hang it all up. And then from there I'll start planning out my content, figure out how long it's gonna take me to get it ready for a drop. And then sort of how long it's been since my last drop. Yeah. So I don't want to do them too close together, but I need to be doing them closer than what they are at the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um and then yeah, as for content, like still struggling with finding the time to, especially in winter, like photo shoots are so hard because yeah. you'd have to pay for a venue or yeah. go outside and use the street lights. Yeah, it's pitch black at five, and I don't get yeah, home yeah. till five thirty, six o'clock. So <laughs> that's something I still struggle with is like modelling the kit on people. Yeah. Um, but when I do get photo shoots, um. Do you know Nani Punabar? Yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he's he's probably my main model. Yeah. The bro loves it. So <laughs> loves the camera, eh, man? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I use him whenever I can. Um, 
I guess having those models, it just shows to it how it fits and people that know the models yeah. know how it's going to fit on them. I made the mistake. I used one of my mates who's probably like a, a genuine large. Yeah. Like large would be his oversized fit probably. <laughs> used him and sold none of it because everyone knew that it was going to be That's way too small on them. Yeah. So that was another learning early on. Yeah, yeah. Small models. Good. So, yeah, so shoot it up. And then as for content, I try and post once a day and then just be on the stories regularly. But I'm sort of veering off that one post a day because people are scrolling through Instagram. They're not, unless you catch their eye with that first second of the scroll. Yeah, bro. Yeah. No good. They just yeah. no, keep I going agree. straight past it. Yeah. For stories, I feel like everyone taps through and they hold down sort of for something to read. Or You're right, bro. You're right. Fucking smart. So that's that's sort of where I'm going. I've sort of been going a lot more heavy on the stories recently and haven't done a reel for a while. Yeah. Just trying to find the motivation just because they just take that little bit of extra time. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, and then I guess finding that drop date and getting that posted up, trying to hype that as much as I can. Yeah, yeah. Get everyone to set the reminders, prep the website. That's quite a timely process, like measuring all the kit. Yeah. I never used to do measurements, but now that I've got a website, I feel like there's no excuse. Yeah, yeah. How often are you um, getting kit in? Uh, I try and get kit in like once every two to three months just to allow for that shipping time and getting yeah. enough to do like those two to three drops. Yeah. Um, so at the moment, my drops generally range from like eight to 15. I try and keep it kind of small because I find personally myself when I shop other people's vintage, if I'm going through like eight, 10 pages of vintage, I'm like, ah, this is just too much for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've been trying to keep it like smaller and a lot more like hand-picked goodness. Like I don't want any rubbish in there just yeah, filling think, in yeah. numbers. Yeah. So Which I feel like a lot of people, when they start to, in the vintage world, when they start to grow, when they really start to just pump shit into it. And that's just not what we're about. Like I'd rather keep it small. Yeah. Keep everyone, keep everyone happy. That's good, bro. Um, earlier you, yeah. um, sorry, bro, earlier you mentioned like a little bit of photography. That's another one of your hobbies, eh? Yeah, yeah. So photography is something I got into with an old mate of mine. He sort of we went away on a trip and he taught me how to shoot the stars. Yeah, which was pretty cool. Learning how to shoot Astro was sort of the first thing that got me into it. Yeah. Um, and I was always taking photos of the misses. You know how it is. Yeah. 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 Got to get all those. Right, good mine dreams me if I get a bad one. Eh? Uh, tell me about it. Fuck it. Yeah. It's a it's a lose lose, bro. It's fucking. Oh. Unless you get that good shot, then you're in the good books for weeks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we actually went out and uh, bought ourselves quite a good camera. Nice. Spent a bit of coin on it. Um, and yeah, since having that camera, it's just it just makes a difference. So like, yeah, all good and well taking a photo on your phone, but just having the sharpness of a camera and knowing how to use it just really makes that difference. Um, so yeah, I guess that's something that helps when it comes to content is. Yeah. I'm not the most creative person, but I take inspiration from a lot of people. Mm. Um, and yeah, obviously taking photos of the girlfriend all the time certainly helps with yeah. learning how to use the camera. And Plenty of practice because they love the camera, don't they? 
yeah, look, they're not sure of it. <laughs> <laughs> it me, myself, I hate being on the other side of it. Oh, yeah, bro, 100%. Um, bro, we've got a, we've got about eight or nine questions here. Um, just before we before we wrap it up, um, what's your daily routine? Daily routine, alarm generally goes off at five o'clock. Yeah. It takes me 10 to 15 to get out of bed in winter. Yeah. Um, I pretty much get up straight in the office, straight on my laptop into my work yeah. for the second half, whether that be finding kit to buy or planning out the day's content or creating content. My latest post I made this morning at 5.30. Yeah. So getting up, doing that. Um, get up, pack my lunch for work, have my breakfast, make a coffee, out yeah. the door. Go-to coffee? I, uh, don't really have a go-to. I like to mix it up, eh? Yeah. Big, big latte fan at the moment. Oh, yeah. Beauty. But, yeah, you know, I can't get past cappuccino sometimes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hot chocolate's actually recently been my go-to, so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't like to hold myself back by limiting my choices. <laughs> <laughs> um, work eight to five. Quite often on the lunch break, I'll have the laptop or diary with me and just cleaning out. Yeah, stuff. nice. Just can't get away from it. Just always yeah. grinding. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then night times, at the moment, I've been doing no exercise at all. <laughs> on a sabbatical from exercise. <laughs> yeah, always needed. So, yeah. So it's pretty much get home, shower, and then just work Yeah. for another couple of hours, cook dinner, spend some time with the missus. And then go back to work at like <laughs> 11 midnight sort of yeah. thing and then close the laptop down and repeat the cycle. Nice, nice. Um, trying to fit in as, as many as you, as much shit as you can, eh, I suppose, when you yeah. get your 9 to 5 or your 8 to 5 for your case and then something on the side, it definitely takes up majority of your day. Um, yeah, yeah. It's certainly trying to find that balance as well. Yeah. I'm slowly starting to learn. Like, yeah. But for a while, it was just all work. Yeah, it's kind of hard getting that balance, and it's but it's real important as well. Um, yep. Your favourite vintage vintage piece that you've seen or come across so far? Oh, there's been a couple. Um, there's been this one NASCAR top that I came across. It was an all over print, lightning all over it. Yeah. Um, price was like thirteen hundred. <laughs> for one T. US. US. I was like, a lot of robbery. Yeah, it was. But I like looked it up and there was only a certain amount made, so it was limited. Yeah. Um guess my favourite piece is Cleveland Browns. Yeah. Brew neck I've got. Yeah. That's my team. Yeah. Um just a classic, like it's brown, orange embroidery. Yeah. Nothing too fancy, but there's a lot of cool kit out there. Yeah, bro. Um, and if anyone's keen, put me a message and jump on the close friends story okay. where I just post everything I find on eBay. Yeah. And I'll, I'll yeah, bro. So kind of explain that process. How how would someone um jump jump on that close friends? So I've got a I've got a wee story highlight, which sort of explains everything on my Instagram. Yeah. Um, but basically, once a week or a couple of times a week, anytime I find something that's I find cool, but it's sort of not 
manageable for me to just buy this one off piece just yeah. due to shipping costs or whatnot. I will um I'll chuck it up on my close friend story and then that could be anything from NASCAR to Harley tees or band tees. Yeah. Sports. Um yeah, anything that's cool that I don't want people to miss out on, but I just can't sort of justify spending yeah, yeah. the money on it myself. Yeah. So um, would you in that case if someone if you chuck it up on your store and someone's like, Yeah, fuck that's dope. I'm keen on that. Yeah. Will you, will you pull trigger for them and then they'll just grab it off you? Or? Yeah. 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 So basically, I'll I'll pull trigger straight away as soon as they say they're keen. Um, I just take a fifty percent deposit, just mm. so yeah. it doesn't come back to bite me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that way they're getting it through like my shipping, and then when it arrives, I'll send it straight through to them. Yeah. Nice. Um, but yeah, I just sort of it's sort of like a. I don't know how to describe it, like an online shopper that yeah. does all the hard work for you because eBay is an absolute basket place to go. Fuck, that's good, bro. I kind of like that space you're entering. I feel like there's a big gap in the market for that because I don't see many people doing that. That's fucking good. I'm a big fan of that. Yeah, that's yeah, something that I sort of came up with and I was humming and harring about it because I was like, well, no one, maybe no one cares about it, but yeah, there's just like there's so much epic stuff out there. Yeah. But it's just finding it. And when I do find it, I get real fizzed up. Yeah, oh. yeah. And when people message through, like, oh, can you get some of this team? Like, well, yes, I finally found something. Yeah, yeah. I'll send it through. But yeah, I think I've, it's had a wee bit of success. I've probably gone six or six to eight pieces through there. Nice, bro. Good. Um, which I'm happy with. I'd like to push it a lot more. Yeah. So I get everything rolling a bit more. But yeah. Yeah. Nice, bro. Cool space. Um, next question someone ch- uh, chuck through where do you see second half vintage in the next few years Ooh. ideally my goal over the next few years will be to get it to a point where I could be self-employed from it yeah that will be the main goal and then I can like contract build on the side sort of thing yeah um, I'd really like to be getting in 50 pieces a month um and doing regular drops with them through the yeah. website and through instagram um what else i'd like to have the instagram running a lot smoother with better content like more high quality content than just like rushing a post together yeah um and working with a few more people whether that be sending them stuff or like creating a capsule yeah with them helping pick the pick the kit um nice. this was a goal being on a podcast or starting a podcast yeah for sure one of my ri- original goals from yeah. a year ago so well you've ticked that box bro ticked that box i'm yeah. grateful yeah um so maybe one day soon getting into the podcast space and just yarning all things vintage and yeah bro sort of carry on yeah for so, sure it's um i think you know do you know i make carlos 138 He's got a podcast on how to make a podcast, if that makes sense. That's kind of how, that's exactly how I started mine, bro. So jump over to his and, and give his a listen because that's pretty much, it's yeah. real simple, bro, real simple. Um, like with me at the moment, I've only got one mic and I do most of mine over Zoom yeah. and, you know, like yeah. you can pump out some pretty good um, some pretty good quality content as well. So, um, yeah, yeah, maybe just a suggestion. Yeah. Um, we'll, be, we'll be keen. Yeah, bro. 
Um, next one is what are your hobbies outside of work and second half vintage? I know you said photography, so anything else or um, so photography, spearfishing. Hmm. Um, yeah, so uh, new hobby I've just got into is um, collecting cards, right. uh, NBA, NFL cards. Yeah, just just been introduced to the world of it and it's a dangerous dangerous holder yeah to get myself into i've just had to rein it back a wee bit recently yeah. but something i'm quite interested in um nice. and i would like to start putting some forward like i get some pretty cool cards but they're not like my chosen teams yeah yeah so check them up on the website if anyone else is keen get them into the hobby yeah for sure that'd be, that'd be a bonus yeah um favorite nba and nfl player there's another one that came through. Ooh. So, can't look past Steph for the NBA. Yeah. Uh, Golden State's my, that's, that's my NBA team. Yeah. Um, get Dame Lillard there. Yeah. Season. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Steph, Dame, D-Book. Yeah. Those are probably my, my mains when it comes to NBA. Um, NFL, Baker Mayfield, what a guy. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna get a lot of hate for that, but <laughs> yeah, him and OBJ, probably my my two go tos. He's doozy, bro. He's fucking swaggy. Yeah. yeah, he really is. Yeah, he's just he's just there's something about that kid. Yeah, so everything he does is cool, eh? Like whatever he yeah. wears, what he yeah. says, how he says it. Yeah, just how he says stuff. Like, yeah, it's stuff that everyone would say in the day to day life, but the way he says it just makes it cool. <laughs> it just makes it cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, on that kind of topic, uh, Bucks Suns finals. Who who are you taking? How many? Suns and six. Suns and six. Because wasn't it's yeah. two on now, eh? Yeah, two on now. Yeah, I've got. You reckon I win the next uh, two? Yeah, I was going Suns and five, but I think it might be a little bit optimistic. Yeah, yeah. I think nice. regardless of what game it goes to, I'm I'm going Suns. Going I'd Suns. Love to see CP three with a ring. Yeah, same. I'm not a big Giannis fan, eh? I don't know why. No, he doesn't do it for me. Uh, we've got... Uh, yeah, three more. Um, oh, four more, sorry. Um, closest call with diabetes. What's been your closest call so far? Um, bit of couple. Couple of 2AMers. Yep. Just random knots, like weak knots, waking up. Um blood glucose meter was going off sick i was at about two which is pretty low yeah went into the bedside cabinet beauty out of lollies had to walk to the kitchen <laughs> legs were not working i was in absolute state like mad sweats Fuck. on walking to the kitchen like ripping into juice and lollies whatever i could get my hands on yeah um that was one haven't really had too many like i'm pretty Aside from the ones that happen when I'm asleep, I'm pretty good at managing it. Yeah, nice. Not to blow my own horn, but it's something that I sort of take pride in is looking after my health and it's something I try and keep in control as much as I can. Yeah. Uh, three more, bro. Advice that you'd give your younger self? Save money. <laughs> Stop spending money on stupid <laughs> yeah. shit. Um <laughs> Yeah, that's something even a couple of years ago, me. So me and the missus just got pre-approved for a house, which is Nice, congrats, sweet. brother. Um, but before then, my savings were 
terrible. Yeah. And just money just burned a hole in my pocket. Yeah, yeah. So a younger me would just save a lot better. Yeah. Even if nice. it was like fifty bucks a week from when you leave school sort of thing, it still adds up pretty quick. Yeah, bro, for sure. Hundred percent compounding, eh? Yeah. Um who wins in a one V one in basketball, you or Jared? Is a rubbish question, <laughs> Jared. <laughs> <laughs> so I've never basketball's never been my sport. Never nah, played it, like a proper game. So I'll take him one day soon. Once 100%. I get some shoes, I'll I'll have him. Yeah, get some KDs or some bronze, bro, and you'll yeah, rain a few bucks on him. Last one, bro. What are the main main types of vintage pieces you're chasing? At the moment, I'm heavy chasing NBA. Yeah. Anything Suns. At the moment, I've just been buying. Big bro, the colours are wicked, eh? Yeah. You just, yeah. yeah, I'm beating in the NBA. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I've been chasing NBA pretty heavy recently, but as soon as the NFL season kicks off, I'll just fall back into the trap. Yeah. I just yeah. love it. Nice, bro. Um, yeah, I've been looking for a few all-over prints as well, just a bit more variation in what I'm buying. So, yeah. That's been me. Nice, bro. Nice, bro. Um, anything else you want to kind of touch on before we wrap it up? Check my diary. Nah, I think that's uh, it's been pretty good. Sweet, bro. Hopefully it hasn't been uh, too boring. Nah, bro. Nah, it's been a good yarn. Um, good stuff on getting through your third, first podcast, bro. Hopefully it's the first of many, eh? Yeah, yeah, grateful. Thanks for the opportunity. <laughs> Nah, wicked, bro. Nah, hey, look, it's been an um, it's been a pleasure getting you on. Good to chew the fat. Um, you're doing an awesome job with your stuff. Obviously, juggling a lot of stuff going on in your life, but fuck, you've you've gone through a bit of adversity, but you come out the other end in pretty good stead, bro. So, um, good shit. Keep it up, and we'll um, hopefully I'll be down in Christchurch soon to have a quick link, have a few beers and whatnot. Sounds good. Appreciate it.